It's time for Inside the MFL, the official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League. It's football, baby! Football fans, this show is for you, as the show brings you the most up-to-date information from the league's franchises across the country. Let's get it going now! It's time to get Inside the MFL with your hosts, Dr. Richard Miles Sr. and Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Good morning, everyone, on the last day of 2022. Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Day soon to you all. Thank you so much for joining us for another exciting edition of Inside the MFL, your official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League, headquartered right here on our beautiful nation's capital of Washington, D.C. As always, I'm your co-host, Kelsey Nicole Nelson, joined by the boss man, none other than Dr. Richard D. Miles Sr. Dr. Miles, how are you this last day of 2022? The last day, the last day, okay? But it was, uh, 22 was a good year, and we want to make 23 an even better year. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the MFL. It's the laboratory of change. And uh, we got a lot of big things coming up this year. I mean, we got a lot of things going, and the intern things growing coming along. Growing the MFL well, family, absolutely that's right. growing that that brand. So we're excited about the MFL. So excited about the MFL. Why don't we talk about that? Why don't we start with the interns now? The MFL is excited to be launching our spring 2023 internship program right now. Our front office staff has been going through interviews with graphic design interns. We have a brand new post for editorial interns. We'll soon be putting a brand new post up for video production interns, public relations interns, and then as the season gets on, business administration interns as well. So I want to make sure we know, folks know this is open. The internship at the league office is remote, so you can do it from anywhere in the U.S. And we've also opened it up to Africa for those hoping to work with MFL Africa. So I want to make sure that folks know this. If you know a young person um, that's in an accredited college or university, or if you're a recent graduate, come and join us with the Minor Football League. More details can be found on our Minor Football League page on LinkedIn. Absolutely. And we're excited about that. And, you know, I want to say, you know, hey, we just, what, 24 hours away from the new year. We have been excited about that. Also, uh, we want to just say congratulations to all of the the different NFL teams going to the playoffs. And right now, before we dive into inside the MFL, we're going to go around sports in the DMV with Kelsey Nelson. Take it on, you know. Uh, right now, we just want to hear about what's going on in there with the Washington Well, you know, Commanders. Dr. Miles, I'm going to switch it over to you because I know you are excited about the big game the Commanders have against the Browns this Sunday. So why don't you uh, break down what do the Commanders need to do to get the win? Well, what they need to do is stop trying to worry about not losing the game as opposed to winning the game. Then the move with Carson Wentz, I understand that they're paying him all this money but I would have stuck with I would have stuck with uh, Taylor Heineke. But then again, they need to win these two games. I think they can. The defense will have to show up a little more, uh, and then they have to make sure that the offense stop kicking field goals and go for touchdowns. Just don't do anything crazy. Um, hopefully, that coaching staff that uh, the Commanders have will be there next year. But right now, the goal is to get win these two games. When I think beyond that, it's just to win those two games that's coming up. Got to win those two games, as you said. So Cleveland Browns, you know, this is a team that a lot of folks in Baltimore probably know well from their division rivalries with the Baltimore Ravens. But this time, they're coming to face Washington. Washington has their last two games at home. So, of course, playing on home will hopefully be a home field Absolutely. advantage for Washington. Carson Wentz getting back into the fold. He looked great that series. He came in, I believe it was 11 play. 82-yard drive he did to get that touchdown um, in that last game. But honestly, by the time he came in, there was really not much he could do in that last.
last game against San Francisco. And let's just be honest, San Francisco looks good, especially their defense. Uh, and what the officials helping them, what the officials helping I would say that Nick Bosa, I saw him get around Cornelius Lucas, and it was somebody else. Yeah, Our, the, the, the biggest problem with Washington, I think, is the, the offensive tackles. line. The tackles. The offensive line has been, well, go ahead, Dr. Mo, you can talk about the and then I'll add in. Yeah, the tackles, I think they just need... Uh, the tackles need to pay more attention to what, them, what they're doing and not let these people get outside. I think they're paying attention. I just think they can't handle it. I mean, if you really watch it, Dr. Wells, I mean, they had no solution. Nick Bosa knows how to use his hand. I mean, he's one of them guys. And I have to give it to the Bosa brothers. I love him or hate him. They can get around guys. He added two more sacks. He's actually chasing Michael Strahan's sack record this season. So that just tells you how proficient of a season that he's having. I know Michael Strahan's probably like, oh, Shrek's two games to go. We'll see if he gets that. But all that to say, Dr. Miles, again, I think the offensive line is going to be crucial in this game if Washington wants to win. Remember, Carson Wentz, when he was playing, he was on his back too much. He was getting sacked. He was uncomfortable in that pocket. Taylor Heineke as well getting pressure. The difference though between Wentz and Heineke is that um, Heineke will use his legs and run. Wentz is not a runner. He will run at last chance, but that's not his. That's not his gameplay. That's not his style. Washington has went through about nine offensive changes in the offensive line. It doesn't look like any has stuck yet. Um, so again, I think that's very crucial. Very important. And I think the other thing is, you know, um, you can't give up those big plays. You know, Washington's defense had played. Actually, Washington's defense should get some credit. Christian McCaffrey was held about 58 scrimmage yards in right. that game against San Francisco. I know it was a loss. I know they gave up 37 points the most this season. And with the other one, Davis Price, I think, had about 30. I mean, they really held that run game. And it's that was. Big plays, but guys. it was the big plays that hurt them. So you can stop the run. But if you give up big plays, then it, it doesn't matter. So I said that's going to be the other key. You can't give up big plays. Ray Ray McLeod, that 71 yard touchdown. That's all he did in that game he was done I mean and and that was without and that was the San Francisco team without Debo Samuel Mm -hmm. so I say all that to say you know Washington you know again they can't give up those big plays now for them Deshaun Watson is getting back into a groove so we'll see how he plays Cleveland is out of the playoffs officially but you know and Kevin Stefanski was asked if he'll be resting some of his players we saw that in the Thursday night football game so that might make a difference as well but at the end of the day, these guys said they want to win still. Mm-hmm. Even if you have nothing left to play for. Remember, guys are playing for roster spots, maybe playing for contract money if it's a contract right. year. So there's guys that still have something to prove. So nonetheless, should be an interesting game against Washington. Hopefully the crowd continues to show up. It's been, you know, talking about the crowd, so I have to switch it over to the Wizards. My, 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 my. Washington playing some great basketball. And most importantly... Shot you, huh? More, yeah, but what shocked me even more, the crowd. I mean, that was one of the best crowds I've seen um, at Capital One Arena. If you remember, there was articles that came out about Washington being last in attendance this season in the NBA. So it's great to see the people come out. I know they've been running some great holiday specials. I think they have like a two for 25 holiday pack. So also right. good marketing by Monumental. But absolutely love to see that. Wizards, Dr. Miles, give me your take on them. They they beat the they beat the Suns at home. But I know that was a, bl- a, a busted up Suns team. You know, they were missing some, some guys. Um, but then also... They beat the Philadelphia 76ers and stopped that win streak. Talk about the Washington Wizards, Dr. Absolutely. As far as you're saying that, that they beat up a beat-up Suns team, that's not my fault if your guys get hurt. If my guys was hurt, it wouldn't be your fault. So I don't I don't take a, a stock on that when other teams not playing or uh, people hurt. Uh, the Wizards finally had an opportunity to have everybody, and it showed and when these young guys play together and get an a opportunity to show what they can do, they're doing it. Even with Hashimoto. Uh, you know, Hachimura. Hachimura. <laughs> You're thinking uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hachimoto. You, you, name, you like, uh, you like Elsmeralda and the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Dr. Miles. No, but the, <laughs> but, the, but the young man played a hell of a game. He played, as with the whole team, they played a heck of a t- uh, game. So, uh, my hat's off to the Wizards. You know, I'm always on the home team side, win, lose, or draw. 
So this is not, uh, you know, uh, surprising to me because the teams are winning. After a while, you're going to have those type of things come up, injuries and stuff like that. But that should not uh, devalue the fact that the Wizards are winning now against these teams. So, you know, ha- uh, you know, hats off to the Wizards. But I also have to comment on the, uh, the Dallas Cowboy game that, you know, I, I yes, hate Thursday that. Why would you not, Thursday Night Football, why would you not, Play your guys. You got them suited and dressed up on the side and not play them. More and more, you, you start scratching your head about professional football. Yeah, you know, but, you know, the, the Titans, of course, the Titans team was talking about another team that had a lot of guys out. And I know football is a next man up type of game. I completely understand that. Dak Prescott still continuing to throw some interceptions, which does worry me. Uh, 14 interceptions this season, the most in the National Football League. So something to think about, you know, especially as they go to the postseason. Um, but by the way, I did like those Cowboys uniforms. I like that white with that little like stripe nothing of about Dallas. I know some people might crucify me for that, but all that to say, you know, Dallas is a team that Washington is going to have to face right at the end and Washington of this would love football to see season. Them. But, you know, I think it's going to be a different Cowboys-Washington rivalry because Dallas is in. Dallas will probably be resting some of their starters that game, but it's still a rivalry. So I'm not saying they're not going to bring it, but I do think it will be a different type of football game. But again, it's here in Washington, so hoping the fans show up. So I did want to talk about that. But going back to the Wizards, playing great basketball. Rui Hachimura had a career high 30 points against the Suns. We absolutely love to see it. He's somebody I think that we've wanted more from in Washington. You know, he came off injury. And that's what we expect when, you know, we, we need, and then, you know, guys need to come back. Bradley Bill, um, you know, luckily that injury wasn't as bad as expected. Bring John Walls back. <laughs> Dr. Miles wants John Wall back. Christophus Porzingis continuing to be good. But also watch this trade deadline, folks, with Washington. There's been a lot of people buzzing in Washington's ears. Kyle Kuzma is a hot, is a no. hot one. Not saying I want them to trade, but I'm just saying watch the trade deadline. The trade deadline is in February. But again, know that they're – I hope Washington doesn't do it. I don't see them doing it. Um, but even if Kyle Kuzma is not traded, just remember about his contract and being unrestricted free agent – Next season, he might not be in Washington much longer. So something to uh, just continue to think about. So this is the basically what I'm saying is Washington needs to hopefully do some damage uh, now in the NBA. We're about a third of the way through the NBA season. Um, so that being said, now games really do matter. Games really do count. And, you know, Washington's still towards the bottom of the East, but hopefully they can continue to work their way back up. And by the way, shout out to Zion Williamson this season. I know he's not here in the DMV area, but, you know, I, lo- I always love a good comeback. And what a season he's been having. He even has put himself in the MVP conversation this year. But, you know, we know everybody talking about his weight and the injury and if he was going to be a bust or not. And he's come back and he's been balling this year with the New Orleans Pelicans who have been playing great as of late as well, Dr. Miles. Absolutely. And what is a bust? You know, I, mm-hmm. you know, people, uh, they use that. And I don't think they really understand uh, what that really means. But what is a bust? I mean, sometimes college is different from the pros. You know, right. you have some men child playing in the, in the college ranks. And then when they get an opportunity to go to the NBA, then you're playing against real men. Guys that been there, you know, and college is different because you all might have a better team than other schools. But in the NBA, everybody's good. So, you know, I, I, I don't like that. You know, my hat's off to that young man playing a heck of a game. And, you know, it makes a difference when you're healthy. So right. in saying that, uh, I want to say, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing, young man. And keep pushing forward. Right. Keep pushing forward. So definitely want to touch on all of those teams. 
By the way, my Terps, it was so great to see them in a bowl game. Super excited about them. Was it the, the Mayo Bowl? Right? I mean, uh, lots of fun. Um, kind of, I never heard of that bowl. Duke's Mayo. Yeah, it's fun. They put the mayonnaise on you and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's different. If you like mayonnaise, you might like the Mayo Bowl. But just excited to see that for the University of Maryland Terrapins. All right. You know I had to shout out my school, Dr. Ross. Anybody Absolutely. else you want to touch on locally in the area? Well, you know, uh, uh, hopefully the Ravens... Uh, I hope this. I hope my man. Yeah, so both. Well, yeah, Lamar Jackson. We're Lamar. hoping that he does. That's lots of lots of. It's been real silent in Baltimore about his injury, so we really don't fully know. We know it's about the knee, but we just don't fully know. And folks kind of feeling like they're being left out the loop, and you know, Coach Harbs and company keeping it quiet. Baltimore also having a very important game this Sunday against their arch nemesis, the arch rival, what I consider to be one of the best rivalries in football, Dr. Miles, the Steelers and the Ravens. Let me tell you. I said one of the best rivalries in football. I'll tell you. I mean, Cowboys and, and Washington, I would say, it's a little different with the name change now. And then let's be honest, when the teams were bad, it wasn't as good. Let's yeah. just be honest. Now the teams are both better, which helps. But Ravens and Steelers, it's not going to be high scoring. It's going to be hard hitting, hard nose. If you like old school football, that's what this game is going to be. And it doesn't matter who's playing. I, you know. And by the way, talk about Ravens and Steelers. Oh, my gosh. Congrats to Ravens legend, Hall, pro football Hall of Famer Ed Absolutely. Reed on getting a head coaching job at the Thune-Cookman University. In my lifetime, he was the ball hog, one of the best safeties, I think, to ever play the game of football. Super excited. You know, just a genuine guy. You see Ed Reed? Right. He's just a genuine Good-hearted guy, did a lot in the community, loves the game of football, so excited to see him take over that program. And just continuing to see um, ex-NFL players, you know, going to HBCUs and lending their talents and skills. Absolutely. And, and you know, I say kudos to those guys. They're getting, uh, getting, uh, finally getting their jobs in the HBCUs. I hope uh, they just treat these guys fairly and do what's right. right as opposed to something coming out and makes the university look like the university was the uh, damsel in distress. When, it, when it really, in reality, we know these players are coming there and they're trying to do a job. You need to give them the tools and you have to have the facilities for these people to do it. You can't, uh, you can't make uh, uh, people have a successful program when your, uh, your stuff is inadequate. And I'm just going to put that out there. You know, you can only do but so much, but you still have to have the facility to practice and get this stuff going with. So as you stated, and you know, hats off, hopefully more coaches will get an opportunity to go to these HBCU schools and these HBCU uh, treat these guys fairly. That's all I want to say about that. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Miles, for touching on that. But again, going back to Baltimore, Tyler Huntley getting the nod at quarterback. Once again, I'll tell you the keys to Baltimore winning. One, you got to get these receivers back in the game. It's still crazy to me that Baltimore hadn't had a wide receiver score a touchdown since week three until this past week. Crazy stats, which means you got to utilize them too. You got a guy like Mark Andrews. He was visibly frustrated that last game. Feed Mark Andrews, number three, continue the rushing game for Baltimore. It's continuing to do something strong. J.K. Dobbins continue to turn those legs. And the Gus bus, Gus Edwards, continue to run that football. Number four, you got to protect the ball. Tyler Huntley is a backup quarterback. He can force throws. You cannot have any turnovers. You cannot have any interceptions. 
super huge. And actually, I have one more, Dr. Miles. That defense for Baltimore, they got to get some turnovers because Baltimore's offense with Tyler Huntley is not high scoring, which means they're going to need the defense to help them get good field position and hopefully a turnover, right, to make it a little bit easier for them to get into the end zone. I got a little call with you, if you don't mind me saying that. <laughs> I know that you broke it down very eloquently about what Baltimore needs to do, but yet and still you said nothing about what Washington needs I to do. I did. Okay. I so commented I'll give you, on I'll that, give, but no, okay. I'll, I'll give you Washington, I mean, too. You, Number you, one for analyst. Washington. Number one for Washington, you got to score in the red zone. You cannot come up with empty points. Preferably touchdowns no more field than goal. field goals, but at minimum a field goal. That's number one. Number two, you got to block the middle of the football field. You can't give up those big plays. Linebackers, I'm calling on you. Got to do your job. Number three, with Washington being short, now we have to see if the safeties come back. You know, Cam Curl being out. When Cam Curl is out, if you look at the numbers, Washington has lost a lot of those games he's been out. Cam Curl makes a difference in the football field. Shout out to his dad, Greg, always showing love on social media. So Cam Curl being there is important. Benjamin St. Juice, remember, he got out early in that San Francisco game. No. So you got to watch the secondary because if I'm Cleveland and I have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson and I know Washington's secondary might not be as strong, I'm targeting it. Deshaun Watson has an arm. We haven't been able, I think, to see it really yet, but who knows if Washington will be the game that he goes off of. Number four, the fourth one, I think I'm on number four. I'll be on number three, folks. Keep up with me. The offensive line. You got one job. You got one job. Give the quarterback some time. Protect him. Because if I'm Cle- in Cleveland's defense, oh, Dr. Miles, have you heard of a guy named Miles Garrett and some other yeah. guys on that Cleveland defense? And Miles Garrett, now I don't know if he's going to play again. They might be resting some of their starters. But if he does play, Miles Garrett can get to that quarterback. Watch the offensive say, line. You've got to protect him. Right. But as you say, uh, Cleveland out of it. There's no need for them to rest their players. They want to stop Washington. And it's true. But some, but some guys, to be fair, again, some. so right now is a time when coaches sometimes, like, again, Miles Garrett, he has nothing else to prove. Right. We know what he can do. So sometimes they will rest those type of guys to let other young guys come in and see what else can, can happen. So we don't right. know yet for sure. And I'm sure a lot of these guys do want to play. Maybe we'll see them in a couple series. But it is something. And I think that benefits Washington, that they're the two games, the last two games, you have a team that's out. And you have a team that's going to be looking to keep healthy, which means that you might not see the same guys that we've seen the rest of the season. Absolutely. And I'm a little disappointed in the Titans because what they did was atrocious. Yeah. And uh, you have not to, playing these guys. Why even suit them? Right. And then your excuse is, well, we rest them for next week. Come on, right. man. Uh, you know, you win the day. Don't worry about tomorrow. You not might not be here tomorrow. And I think that was just a give to Dallas type of game. And you know it. Even then, they struggle, but if they struggle with these uh, backups and stuff, can you imagine if the starters did play that game? So yeah. I, 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 I say that to right. say, you know, and, it's and just, I think the product just, on the field, also you have fans paying money, you got people paying for Amazon Prime. You know, football is expensive. Sunday tickets expensive. So I feel that to say, you know, you want NFL a good, you want a good product. It's super, super important. All right, so now that all that's been said, I think I said the main keys to Washington wanting coaching decision, fourth and ones. Oh, fourth and ones. Don't do it on your side of the football field, especially at the beginning of the game. I don't think any of us like that in San Francisco. And interestingly enough, I think Washington has to – they need to utilize Antonio Gibson more. It was said in the broadcast, I like Brian Robinson, and it was interesting. On the fourth and ones, I noticed they didn't use Brian Robinson. They used Antonio Gibson. I think Jonathan Williams might have ran one, too, but I was just kind of like, why go away from the guy that helped you get? I just think Washington in the run game, they have to really decide, you know, who they're going to go to. Brian Robinson, obviously, I mean, his story this year has already been incredible and amazing. And he and he's getting into a swing of things. Mm-hmm. But let's remember, Antonio Gibson was the guy for a while. And then That's right. Thousand yards every year. And Antonio Gibson is still a high quality player. So I do think Washington in that run game, they're going to have to be decisive. 
And I guess one more thing going for Washington, it was the first time we had, a, we had the big three. Last game, we had a mm-hmm. touchdown from Curtis Samuel, Jahan Doxson, who continues to grow. Let me tell you, as a term, I don't like too many things about Penn State, but I like Jahan Doxson. And um, Terry McLaurin scoring a touchdown. Uh, we got yeah. all three of those guys in the end zone, always a positive. So something else you want to see is feed those guys, get those guys touchdowns. And Washington, Carson Wentz might be the starter, but don't think if he's playing bad that you won't see Taylor Heineke back. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm glad you, you, you point on that, but more importantly – What's the use of having all this speed and you're not using it? Everybody's loading up against Washington because they know they have a good running attack. So you got all this speed, throw the ball down the field. But going back to what you said, but that's why the offensive line has to protect and give time. But that's why it's quicker to throw it than the running. For people asking why Washington, but Carson Wentz and Dr. Bowles, you just hit on exactly why. Carson Wentz has an arm. Love him or hate him, Carson Wentz. He's the bigger quarterback in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Tyler Heineke is a little shorter guy. And look, nothing against short men. We love you all too. But in the sport of football, when you're taller, I don't love no man. <laughs> when you're taller and you can see over the heads better, yeah. and the pressure's coming, you have a better chance. All right. So Absolutely. let's just be honest. That's why Carson Wentz is being named. So because you, to your point, you need you're going to have to open the field. Guys know you want to run. And San Francisco, we saw that happen. They Our run game up, really didn't man, get off anywhere. Because big. they loaded the, the box and we run, didn't throw it. The longest run that Robinson had in that game, I think, was 10 yards. And that's, again, because... But San Francisco, to be fair, they're the top defense and the top defense I still, the run. It, it, I still not believe But to your them. point, right, people know the key to Washington's success when they won was the run game, which means you're going to have to... And this is what I was saying on Tony McGee's show this week, is that because of that, you're going to have to do something different in the offense. And you just said it, Dr. Miles. You're going to have to get the ball out and throw. So Carson Wentz, he looked good in that last... I mean, we only saw him for a bit. Yeah. But if he's able to get these the football to these Throwing guys, the ball it's deep. going to make, make a big absolutely. difference. Absolutely. Make them fear you because you have that speed. Because you throwing the ball down the field. That safety's got to get back. That linebacker got to be more prepared for passing. Then you can open up the running lanes. But if they know you're going to run, run, run... Uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't do it because they loading the box up. And anybody see that, you have or, or first-year coaches, as you see, or never coach. They got coaching jobs, and you got people so-called been coaching for a long time, and they can't see it. Please, please, please play a 4-3 defense. I'm saying that to Washington because you're trying to play a defense, but the safe when there's another safe, they're coming down. He's a safety, he's not a linebacker. Every time people need to throw the ball, they swing the back out the backfield. Nobody's there right. because that, you know, that defense, you know, uh, stop thinking that you uh, know more than everybody else. That's all I'm saying. You know, football is simple. Either you're going to block a guy or you're not. Either you're going to tackle a guy or you're not. You're going to catch a ball or you're not. Either you're going to cover a guy or you're not. Right. It's very simple, basic fundamentals to football. I, I hate when people think that they come up with all this analytical stuff and talk about you do this or what people are going to do. All you got to do on third down and, and six or seven, all you got to do is tell your guys what to look for. Draw a screen. That's all you got to look for on these particular plays. So, uh, it, you know, you know, I don't want to pretend to be a, a sideline coach or something, but it's just frustrating knowing the game, play, had, had the opportunity to play the game and coach the game is very frustrating to me. Yes, Dr. Marl. Look, we let you get it off your chest. All right, now that we've talked a lot about NFL football and NBA basketball, let's switch over to the minor football league. Dr. Marl, don't you give us the latest updates happening with the league? Oh, absolutely. As you say, we're excited about all the, all the things that we have going on, the, the new coaches and uh 
you know, our uh, VP of football operation, uh, Ram Redmond, uh, probably got it here out of uh, Roosevelt High School, went to Arizona. Uh, these are some of the things that we're excited about doing. We have new people. Of course, uh, Dr. Charles Alawale just got back from Africa. Uh, you know, we're excited about getting them to have this uh, sit down and, and go do our um our feasibility study, Mel Ford, our chief strategy officer. You know, we 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 got things going here. We're doing a lot of things here. Uh, because it's a holiday coming up, that don't mean we came to a complete stop. We're not. We're really working hard. We want to welcome uh, some new uh, staff people aboard. And right now, we're going to get the players. Like I say, we're not doing cattle calls this year. We're not going to do it. We're going to – the players that register – uh, for the 2023, for the 23 season, those will be the 60 players per franchise we're going with. We're not going to go around the country doing all these combines because ball players, you know, the MFL is here. We are the laboratory of change. If you want to play, uh, minor professional football, all you have to do is go to the website and register, but be very mindful. We only going to sign so many positions and that's it. Uh, so if you call late in the year and say, well, I, I decided I want to play too late, you have to wait till the next season. Because right now we're not doing a cattle call. We want to get ready because we're also uh, previous to the season. We will be doing the All-Star Game, which be called is called the Freedom Bowl. And we're looking forward to that. And this time things are going to be uh, really excited in terms of uh, what we're doing and what the players doing. People get a chance firsthand look at players before the season starts. So this is something that we are really excited about. We're looking forward to doing. So, you know, like I say, the MFL is the laboratory of change. We want to bring former players from the field to the front office, give you an opportunity for coaching, uh, opportunity for GM position, opportunity for marketing, PR, uh, analyticals. We need people for that. We need people that's interested in uh, broadcast journalists. We need people interested in sideline reporting. You know, these are some of the things that the MFL is excited about doing. We want to get guys an opportunity with our internship coaching program, Bobby Wilson. Um, uh, you know, like I say, this is something that gives you guys an opportunity to be a part of what the MFL is doing. No more standing around complaining, saying, if I could, woulda, shoulda. We are the laboratory of change. We give you an opportunity to be play on a platform where you can be seen. So you can stick around and talk about, you know, you're not getting that opportunity or you want an opportunity, just give us a call. Go to our website, mflishere.com. We're excited about it. We want you young people to uh, understand that this is your opportunity. Also, uh, our dance team, you know, we have now dance team uh, sign up for the dance teams. Like I say, we're going to only sign up a certain amount of girls, 30 girls for each franchise, and that's it. Once the girls sign up, them the girls that gonna, we're going to look at, work out, and that's what we're going to do. We're not going to have all these tryouts. We're not doing no cattle call and try to get anybody to pre-register and not do anything. Nope. The girls that register, when we get enough of them, that's who we're going with. We're not going to be going with a whole bunch of people trying out and all that. We're just not going to do that. So I'm excited about that. 
Yeah, super excited about that and so much happening with the minor football league. Uh, we want to make sure you guys keep connected with us as well. You know, you guys spend a lot of information, but you can find out more on our website, www.mflishere.com. Again, www.mflishere.com. We're also on Instagram at experience. The NFL on Twitter at MFL Experience on Instagram, Minor Football League on YouTube, Minor Football League Inc. And on Facebook at MFL. You can also visit us on Linktree to get all of our social media information. All it is is Minor Football League. Again, keep connected with us. And if you want to, you know, give the league office a call, call us at 240-551-8031. Again, 240-551-8031. You can also give us an email, Experience the MFL at gmail.com. Again, experience the MFL at gmail.com. And once again, we're always here on radio every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time. But the minor football league, again, kicking off 2023 football season. We are continuing to grow. We are looking for individuals who are interested in franchising an MFL franchise. Get your own get your own team out in your community right now. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. Bring economic development and wealth to that community. So have a chance at ownership. Ownership is always huge, always big. So I want to make sure you know about that. Head coaches, we're always looking for those. We have a great uh, minor football league head coaching internship program, um, you know, to help coaches and guys that have a dream of coaching at a professional rank get to that level. You're coaching, you know, men of men. All right. That's who plays football. So we also have those opportunities. And again, you can give us a call and reach out to us if you have any questions about this. We're excited. Our our Washington Chiefs franchise is going to have debut, I believe, this year, Dr. Miles, a woman head coach, right? Absolutely. Something that uh, she'll be coming on the show. Uh, lately, we want to give people an opportunity. We want everybody able to sit at this table, and especially women. Uh, we want you to understand that we do have a place at the table for you. The playing field is level here in the MFL. Your dreams can be about the NFL, but believe me, it's just a dream. And that's why the NFL stands for not for long. With the MFL, you get an opportunity to work on your skill set and give you an opportunity to be a part of something great as the minor football league. Something great as the minor football league. So it's obviously super big, super important, and super exciting. So much happening with the minor football league. Remember, this is the MFL. This is inside the MFL. This is our official sports talk radio show. Excited to get the TV show going back again, too, on DKN Sports Network. And, you know, having our great interns um, help us get prepared and ready for that. And once again, the MFL is growing. So if you are interested, check out our LinkedIn page for great opportunities that we have listed. Um, to become a part of our MFL family. And from our MFL family to yours, I want to continue wishing you all happy holidays, happy new year. We hope you all have a fantastic 2023. And always remember to keep us out of the what, Dr. Miles? The MFL. The MFL. The MFL is here. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Inside the MFL, the official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League with your hosts, Dr. Richard Miles Sr. and Kelsey Nicole Nelson. For more information, visit MFLisHere.com or the MFL page under programs at DCRadio.gov. Experience the MFL. How can we experience the MFL? The Minor Football League. Here's information on how you can experience the MFL. The Minor Football League was established in 1993 by founder and CEO Dr. Richard D. Miles Sr., a league created for the people and by the people. 
To learn more on how you can experience the MFL with the MFL team in your area, visit experiencethemfl.com or go to the MFL is here. The MFL, the laboratory of change. Copyright MFL. No portion of this audio may be reproduced or re-recorded without the written permission from the minor football league. Visit experiencethemfl.com. This is a Mad Voice production.